Hello and welcome to the AMA update video and podcast. Today we're talking about digital transformation in healthcare and how it's helping to fill critical gaps. I'm joined today by Dr. Arash Arzan, Senior Innovation Fellow at the VA Office of Healthcare Innovation and Learning in Atlanta. I'm Todd Unger, AMA's Chief Experience Officer in Chicago. Welcome, Dr. Arzan. How are you today? Very good. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, you're with the Veterans Health Administration. It's the largest integrated healthcare system in the country. Uh, why don't we just start before we dive in? Uh, give us a little bit of background about who uh, the VA serves and how their needs are unique. Yeah, I mean, I think the you know the VA as a system um, really focuses on a really special population. Um, you know, as a defined sort of patient cohort, uh, you know, U.S. veterans are pretty unique in a lot of ways. Um, I think one of the ways that, you know, we really try and emphasize veterans, uh, you know, at the outset is, you know, in a lot of ways, they're not unlike non-veterans in terms of um, the kind of problems they have as patients, uh, which is, I think, important for us to always keep track of. Um, but, you know, they, they do have special needs, uh, some medical, some social, uh, some economic. Uh, and on the medical side, uh, we know about mental health. Uh, being a primary driver of kind of what's in the news, PTSD and traumatic brain injury, suicide, uh, about 20 veterans a day commit suicide. Um, but, you know, medically, I think veterans are also at a high risk of uh, chronic disease more than non-veterans. Uh, so veterans are more than twice as likely to develop ischemic heart disease as non-veterans. Uh, and, you know, as a cardiologist, that's, that's one thing that I sort of really kind of focus on. Um, but on the flip side, you know, on the non-medical side, there's, all, there's, there's a lot of other issues as well. Um, there's high unemployment. A lot of veterans are mostly on fixed incomes, um, uh, high degree of homelessness, uh, a lot of rural veterans as well. Uh, so really, we have to you know, both target the common things uh, and focus on the common things that most patients need, but also some of these very like special, uh, you know, unique aspects of the veteran population. So with that kind of context in mind, talk about the role of innovation and how it's been critical to the VA in terms of providing high value care and meeting the needs of this particular population? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, as, a, as an integrated system, uh, the VA really has no choice but to innovate uh, if it's gonna meet its needs. There's no, um, there's no blueprint to, you know, how you run uh, and extract value in a system as large and as complex as ours. Uh, so you have to innovate from the inside. Um, you know, I think we've been, uh, the VA is one of these interesting places that is probably one of the earliest, but in a lot of ways, one of the kind of latest adopters of digital technology. Uh, we sort of were one of the first to build an EMR, one of the first to really engage in telehealth. Uh, but we've been slow, I think, the past uh, decade when it comes to embracing the cloud and really diving in deep in digital health. And so we're kind of playing catch up. Um, but for us, the, the, the need to innovate really is not just, um, uh, you know, a lot of organizations have uh, an office of innovation. Uh, we have one as well, but really innovation is a culture, it's not an office. And for us, that's been a core part of the mission because uh, there's no other option uh, to meet the needs. We have to find new and novel ways of, um, you know, meeting veteran needs uh, and extracting as, as much value from the system as we can. It's interesting to think about the juxtaposition that you, you've talked about there between being early adopters in certain technologies and later on others. When you think about the path that you've taken at the VA, how does this map to perhaps a model for other physicians? Yeah, it's a, another great question. Um, you know, I think the VA, like every other healthcare system, 
uh, is big and complex and, you know, change doesn't often happen very fast. Um, and so, you know, the VN, a lot of ways kind of, you know, we showed up, uh, we sort of, you know, dove in head deep on, you know, a number of areas uh, that we slowly kept on incubating, improving incrementally. Uh, and now fast forward about a decade or more, uh, we're in this sort of sprint um, to really kind of get up to speed. Uh, and even that, I think, is similar to a lot of other systems that have a lot of legacy uh, solutions that they're using. Um, and, and, and physicians really have always kind of, you know, uh, helped propel healthcare systems forward uh, because we're the ones that, you know, really use a lot of the technology alongside the rest of the care team and the nursing staff and everybody else. Um, and so I think, you know, uh, as an individual, you know, what I've been trying to do here in the VA locally and then nationally, uh, you know, is uh, we're all fighting the same battles. Um, and, you know, I think the, the way I was kind of phrased it to people is to say, well, look, if we can do, you know, um, anything on a scale significant in a system like the VA, which uh, has so much potential, but also so large and bureaucratic, right? Uh, there's no reason why, you know, you can't do this somewhere else. Um, and so, you know, uh, it's hard to sort of give specific uh, guidance to people in different uh, environments. But I think, you know, if, you, if you're persistent and you're uh, and you know how to be problem focused, uh, which I think is one of the key areas, which is, you know, you don't want to basically be an innovation looking for a solution. Uh, you really want to be uh, a solution driven, a problem focused, uh, you know, uh, culture that, um, you know, uh, is building things and adopting things uh, with a specific purpose and goal in mind that you can then measure, uh, not just the shiny object, which all of us are guilty of. Uh, you know, especially physicians, you know, we use, uh, you know, and I'm a cardiologist by training, uh, we have more toys and tools than we know what to do with, uh, right? So, uh, and just because it's expensive and new, as we all know, that doesn't translate to value. Mm -hmm. uh, in most cases, it translates just to more cost. Uh, so you have to be really intentional in sort of what we focus on or what we adopt. And I think, it, like I said, it goes back to being as sort of problem focused uh, and mission driven as you can be. Would you say that that kind of intentionality and that kind of problem solution focus uh, is the big piece of advice you would give others that are undergoing digital transformation like this? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think on the one hand, you have to uh, uh, you have to sort of build the infrastructure. Um, and, you know, so you have to think of the problem in a grand scale. You know, we have, you know, a large issue with uh, with access, for example. Right. But. Um, you know, once you kind of get into the uh, when you're looking for solutions that you're implementing for specific uh, either uh, uh, conditions or disease states or specific patient problems, you really have to drill down and be uh, mission focused. Um, and, you know, one thing I've had to adopt uh, and learn to adopt the hard way, uh, you know, is the sort of walk or the crawl, walk, run, because uh, all of us want to just start running. Right. Um, and we're sort of bred like that as clinicians. We're in training for decades or more, you kind of like show up and you want to just like do something. Right. Uh, and, you know, we have a lot of that um, potential, uh, but we have to, you know, really start small um, to, to, to demonstrate the feasibility and the need uh, before you can start to scale. Uh, so that's a big part of, you know, what I do and what, you know, we've learned uh, to do in the VA. And I'm sure you've learned that the kind of innovation, it's not just a matter of technology. There are a lot of things that have to kind of catch up with that in terms of systems uh, uh, that surround that. And uh, you know, to that end, let's talk a little bit about telehealth. 
that is a, an important pillar of AMA's recovery plan for America's physicians. This is obviously something that exploded during the pandemic. Uh, and now, you know, we're working to support it long term as a really critical part of integrated care. What new and innovative care delivery models do you see emerging right now? And where do you see the greatest opportunity to use digital health tools like telehealth to improve patient care? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. We're, I think on the one hand, we're in a situation where um, we need to find and adopt solutions for the here and now. Um, you know, I think uh, all of us are to some degree uh, putting out some fires. So, you know, a lot of it is just the kind of basics. Uh, you know, it's uh, even sort of setting up a system where you can provide uh, seamless video visits to your patients. Uh, not very easy. Uh, and you know, even for the VA, uh, in the pandemic, early in the pandemic, we uh, had already implemented a system for video visits called VVC. Um, and we had to scale that from uh, about, I think it was 10,000 visits a week nationwide to over 90,000 in the matter of a month. Uh, and we didn't have the infrastructure uh, to do that, uh, you know, seamlessly. We did it. Um, but like you were saying, we sort of were out ahead of uh, what the system could sort of support, not just from a technology perspective. We had the systems and the cloud capability to support the scale. Uh, the, you have to get the, the, the staffing and the, and, the, and, and the support structure and the providers all on the same page. Uh, and you can't do that. Um, it's hard to do that in retrospect. Right now, COVID was sort of uh, you know a special case, but I think that's a sort of a bellwether. I think for the or should be a bellwether for the rest of us, which is you have to think ahead. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the so a lot of the what we're doing so far has been focused on that. Uh, a lot of what I'm focusing on, sort of the moonshots, uh, are things really focused on patient-generated data. Uh, we're in a situation now where patients and veterans are using a lot of devices in their own lives. Uh, they want to you know, share some of that data with the healthcare system. They want to use some of that data as part of their care plan. They don't, you know, when I when they come and see me and I say, hey, you know, uh, we should have you wear this Holter monitor. Uh, and then the patient with the Apple Watch says, why? I've got this Apple Watch. It can tell, it, it can do an EKG, right? Uh, you can have the conversation and you should. And I'm not, and, and I'm, and just to be clear, I'm not trying to say that an Apple Watch can meet the needs of a, you know, of a, of a diagnostic device. Uh, but you have to recognize that patients are using these tools in their lives. And so there might be some value there. Uh, and so we have to find ways to let them engage with us using a lot of their own devices. Uh, and that's a lot of what I've been uh, what I've been focusing on in digital health in the VA is kind of building that infrastructure uh, to at least test and evaluate early stage what some of that integration data sharing kind of looks like. Mm -hmm. um, there's other stuff that we're doing that I think sort of is more in the kind of uh, moonshot category. So we have a very large, a network for extended reality. So we have uh, 130 sites doing AR and VR for a variety of applications, uh, primarily pain management. And we do a lot during uh, procedures. We have veterans wear AR headsets uh, to sort of kind of guide them through what's going on and keep them relaxed and address them with the stress and anxiety. Uh, we've done a lot with 3D printing uh, and that's been a big part of our, um, you know, our evolution the past couple of years. And uh, one of my colleagues, Beth Ripley, who's a radiologist uh, out of Seattle has kind of led that for us nationally. Uh, so, I mean, I think there's a lot of sort of, uh, edge cases like that. Um, but it's really easy to just focus on the edge cases, um, and forget what the edge cases are on the edge of, which is the core of what you have to deliver on a daily basis. 
so that's, I think, um, the struggle for innovating in telehealth. You have to sort of do both. You took care of the nation. It's time for the nation to take care of you. The AMA stood by America's physicians and patients during the pandemic, and we're not stopping there. We're fixing prior authorization, leading the charge on Medicare payment reform, supporting telehealth, fighting scope creep, and reducing physician burnout. It's time to rebuild, and the AMA is ready. To learn more about the AMA Recovery Plan for America's Physicians, go to ama-assn.org slash time to rebuild. Well, you've been working uh, in collaboration with the AMA to put together a lot of resources, maybe for that kind of the bulk of change. Can you talk about the collaboration, what kind of resources you're working on? Yeah. So, you know, uh, we've been really excited uh, for the past couple of years to work uh, with uh, a number of groups. Uh, so DIME, the Digital Medicine Society, um, and, and then by extension, groups like the AMA uh, that DIME has sort of kind of brought into our orb uh, more closely to really think about um, not just what the VA is doing internally and how we can do it better in the arena of digital health, but how can we really engage and partner outside of our walls? Um, because oftentimes, you know, there's not many people who get really excited about partnering with VA and the government. Um, they love the mission, they love the scale, but the nitty gritty and the, and, the, and the daily sort of grind of it all can really be taxing. So we have to work on, as an organization, breaking those barriers down, and we have to sort of go out and engage directly. That's on us. Uh, and so one of the uh, you know, resources that we've just published along with DIME and AMA and other partners is uh, the what's called the Playbook, the Digital Healthcare Edition. It sort of uh, piggybacks off of um, DIME's initial playbook uh, for digital biomarkers. Uh, and so this is really focused on digital healthcare tools. Um, and it's published online uh, on the DIME website, and it's free for the public. Um, and, you know, uh, we could talk about sort of what's inside there, but uh, that's really kind of so far been the, the first kind of foray into us really trying to embrace the, the, the world, the digital world that's sort of evolving and growing outside of our walls. Now, I know uh, we talked a little bit about the technology part and about the people part. And one thing I like is uh, one of your focuses on asking physicians to share success stories uh, related to the digital transformation. Is there one you'd like to close this segment off with uh, that speaks to the transformation you're going through? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the, um, again, this is trying to focus specifically on one area, uh, but one, uh, one thing we're really excited about uh, is uh, a really cool collaboration, uh, really a cool initiative uh, focused on uh, ending um, diabetic limb loss uh, amongst veterans. Uh, that's uh, kind of embodies all of that, where uh, we've had to build a system for uh, outpatient screening and early identification of diabetic ulcers. Uh, and we're doing that with a technology uh, for thermography, uh, where uh, with a partner uh, in partnership with a company called Podometrics. Uh, and so now we're deploying their uh, thermal mats uh, to veterans who are at high risk uh, uh, for having uh, ulcers and, uh, and and possible limb loss. And then we've been working diligently to sort of pair that with the existing care pathway we have uh, for screening for diabetic foot ulcers that already exist in the VA um, and uh, working to sort of connect all the pipes and really make it as seamless as possible. So veterans get up in the morning, uh, they step on their mat, uh, stand there for about a minute, uh, that data transmits to the VA 
And then, you know, if they hear nothing from us, then that's fine. Otherwise, if we get an alert, if there's anything concerning, we actively reach out to them and bring them back in. Um, and so that's one, I think, very focused area that um, we're really excited about. Um, we've deployed this at a number of sites across the VA. Uh, we have some exciting internal numbers on the performance of this. Uh, and some of that's uh, been published. Some of that, I think, is going to still be published. Uh, but we're really excited about that type of work that really seamlessly, uh, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, places digital, some digital solution in the life of a veteran and a care team and enhances it and doesn't add more to it um, and really delivers value back to the veteran because otherwise that veteran will be coming into the VA uh, to get that same scan done. And now they can do it, you know, from home. So that's immediate value back to the veteran and even a very small way, but a very significant way. That's a great story. I think people are probably going to be surprised out there, the amount of innovation uh, going on at the VA. It's uh, uh, really interesting. And obviously, with the size of the of the system, going to have a huge impact on healthcare going forward. Thanks so much, Dr. Harzan, for being here today. That wraps up today's episode. We've included a link to the VA's playbook, as well as a number of other helpful AMA resources like our Return on Health Virtual Care Framework uh, in this episode description. And you can learn more about the AMA's efforts to support telehealth as part of the integrated care uh, at ama-assn.org recovery. That's for the AMA's recovery plan for America's physicians. We'll be back soon with another segment. In the meantime, you can find all our videos and podcasts at ama-assn.org slash podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Please take care.